Hello, and welcome to this episode of Say Something Interesting. This is the follow-up podcast from Eastlake Tri-Cities Church. My name is Megan, and with me is our teaching pastor, Brent. Hey, guys. Hello. Very smooth, Brent. Usually, you like bump into a thousand things nope. when you sit down smooth on my today. turn to open. Very, very smooth. Yeah. <laughs> How are you, friend? Doing pretty good. Yeah? Do yeah. You, uh, what, did you watch some commercials yesterday? I watched, I did. Did you watch Travis, uh, Kelsey, and, and Taylor Swift um, hug I'm, after the game? Nope, missed that part because I was like, I want to go home. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I mean, I watched the end. I didn't watch a lot of the other parts of it, if I'm being honest with you. Oh, but I did watch that. Were you just too busy chatting? Oh, yeah, it up, I was just like chatting and living it up, enjoying. And... Favorite snack at the game yesterday? What Ooh, was it? Go. Um, well, the one that everyone talked about was I made some barbecue meatballs, and everyone was like, "These are so good," mm. and I was like, "They were really simple." Um, so yeah. Uh, Jody made some uh, uh, brownies, mm-hmm. and uh, they had uh, tea. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, they had. Um, <laughs> Uh, yeah. Coconut. They were made with coconut oil. Oh. I think it was Jody. Might have been Jenny. I could be wrong. Somebody made somebody, somebody made. made some killer brownies, <laughs> and they were really good. In fact, cool. and I didn't, I didn't have any, and and then everybody started talking about them and realized I realized I probably need to eat some of these if, if everyone's talking about yeah, them. I yeah, probably yeah. got to get my hands on some of these. So <laughs> that was great. That was good. Uh, they favorite did, co- favorite commercial? Um, oh, I liked the T-Mobile one. Um, where they're all like auditioning to be on T-Mobile. Yes. And then, um, the, and they're like in the garage, the two guys from the show, I don't remember what show they're, Suits? Are they in Suits? Uh, I know what you're talking about, yeah. but I don't know. Anyway, I wasn't a Suits guy. And then at the end, he's like, mom! Yeah. <laughs> that one was my favorite. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> I, uh, my, I think my favorite, the one that stuck out to me the most was, uh, Ben Affleck, uh, and Matt Damon, J Lo, in oh, I missed that one. In Tom Brady, oh, the Dunkin' Donuts one. Yeah, I missed that. When they're one. in Dunkin' Donuts jumpsuits, and Matt Damon is, <laughs> oh my gosh, he has this great line. He's like, I can't believe I'm doing this. It's so hard to be your friend right now. How do you like them donuts? Yeah. Oh my god, slay me, slay me. And then J Lo on her way out on the very last line of the whole commercial uh, is because Tom Brady's in it as well. Yeah. And and she's like, get out, everyone, get out. And she goes, Tom, you can stay. <laughs> it was great. It's a great timing. Really good, uh, really good one. That yeah. was probably my favorite. But I didn't actually see that one. I don't know what I was doing. Well, you know, it's I'll like a full time job. Home. There's no breaks. Like yeah. when you, <laughs> it's a full time. It's job. a full time job. That is four and a half hours of yeah, actual. It was a lot. You know, and we made the, uh, a pretty big blunder as well. In my mind, the game started at three. Oh. And and we were going over to a friend's house and with uh, some of our small group, the Volmer's house. And yeah. uh, so the game starts at three. I'm like, well, we need to get there like uh, between two thirty and two forty five. Yep. Because uh-huh. I want to get my plate full. I want to be sat on. I don't want to be rushing in. <laughs> I, I got like a. I got some some charts to kind of keep track yeah, of uh-huh, in terms uh-huh. of you know all these <laughs> these prop charts that we played yeah, yeah, as yeah. a church. And uh, and so we showed up and in the driveway, there's nobody else there. <laughs> And I and Kylie looks at me and, and I go, "Is I, are there are other people coming? Right? Like we're not the only ones." She's like, "Yeah, I, I think so." And I look on my phone and I realize three thirty, three thirty kickoff time. You were really settled. Oh, we were then. super early. We were very settled. I was. Uh, I got. I was full and then hungry again before the game started. That's how early we were. And uh, I don't know about you, but when you are inviting people over, yeah. Um, to for a party like that, I'm sure there's always for us at least an internal countdown of like what we have to do yeah, before before everybody yeah. gets there. And, and when are people going to get here? And bless their hearts, they were so kind. 
And I'm sure their mind was racing 100 miles an hour. Like, we thought we had time to do this. Yeah. And now we're going to do it with other people here. And yeah, uh, we were the only like ones there. a close enough small group, though. I feel it was like fine. But we were the like... only ones there for half a good half hour. Oh, yeah. I believe it. Yeah. Everyone else showed up at three. But in like, <laughs> when did you guys get here? We just wanted to make sure. We wanted to make sure that the dips were uh, properly sauced and yeah. perfect. <laughs> so. Uh, uh, I also made mini corn dog muffins. Ooh, I I do like I like pigs in a blanket sort of thing. Yeah, but with but, but with, with corn cornbread dog or yeah. cornbread. Uh-huh. Interesting. It's like a mini muffin, and then you put like a eighth of a hot dog in it and bake them. Okay. Do you do like the 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 mini wieners, or do you do the? No, I uh, did like a normal one. The normal just one? cut it in pieces. Okay. So. All right. I do like pigs in a blanket. It's been a hot minute since I had a good pigs in a blanket. <laughs> but someone also likened it to pigs in a blanket yesterday, and I was like. Well, but, yeah, but they're not. But with better dough, right? <laughs> like a, with corn, it's a yeah, corn dog. Yeah, it's just like a baby one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just not fried. Yeah, for for yeah. your your benefit, right? So, yeah. uh, did you watch the game at all? Were you impressed? Yeah, a little bit. I watched. Like, Who were you little... cheering for? Who did you find well, yourself so cheering for? I found myself cheering for the Chiefs because I w- decided Taylor we Swift. did we did a bunch a little bit Taylor Swift, yes. but also we did some like prop bet stuff too because my friend brian's really into like vegas betting and all of that and so he like set up a bunch of stuff for us and we had like a bingo and a like a prop bet thing and like a bunch of it's stuff. like a game within a game yeah isn't and it? he had like he even bought like gift cards as prizes oh nice yeah. um and so i picked the chiefs to win because all the things i'd been hearing was had said the chiefs were probably gonna win so I was like, okay, let's go Chiefs so that maybe I can like win something. Um, and so that's why I found myself. And what did you win? Uh, well, okay. No. So it was part of like a problem. No, I, I understand. But like, did you win something? If no, your team because won. this is why. The, no, because it was one of the questions of like the prop bet. And if you got the most points of all of these like questions, yeah. then you would win. But I was like one point shy of oh, the winner. Oh, oh, so. Okay. Got it. My friend Chelsea got one point more than me. We did the squares one too, where you pick a square. Oh yeah, we then, did that one too. And yeah. I didn't win any of those. Yeah. We didn't have any pride. I'd be like, Hey, first quarter winner. Congratulations, Brian. And then yeah. be like, where's my prize? And I'd be like, uh, it's nachos right over there. Go help yourself. <laughs> you get uh, a yeah, free one, soda. Like because of how the score was, like the last number was the same for almost every. I know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Quarter. And it was so a weird game. The same, like the same guy won every single prize for that. Yeah, the first three quarters were super weird, and then the last quarter, like all of a sudden, went a little bonk wonky, and mm-hmm. then the score was a little wonky in terms of the 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 way that it worked and the missed field goal and or missed extra point, I should say. Yeah. And, ah, it was just it was crazy. It yeah, was fun. It was Emotional crazy. roller coaster. Mm-hmm. And over time, we get free football. Yeah. Which is always good. <laughs> free football. Yeah. <laughs> Good. For the last game of the season, it should go four hours. You know what I mean? Before the game, Kylie asked me, what time What time should we expect to be home? Like, could we... And this, again, this is when we start, thought that the, the thing started at three. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. So she's like, could I plan on like six? And I was like, no, no, no that's not going to happen. <laughs> you do realize the ha- the halftime show itself is like an hour yeah, long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, no. And she's like, maybe seven. And it was like, I think it was eight. No, it was like eight or eight thirty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the kids went right to bed. So. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of my kids, uh, it's my twins' birthday today. Oh, yay! Yeah. So They're 11, as soon right? as we get off of this, um, I get to go home and uh, we're having some tacos and having my family over. And, nice. Very um, fun. Should be fun. How does it feel to have 11 year olds? Well, that feels fine. I've had okay. an 11 year old. Uh, what doesn't feel fine or feels like I'm not sure about this is that next Sunday, You're gonna uh, have I got a 16 year old. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so we, we made the call for what insurance is going to cost. Mm-hmm. And it turns out it's just my left leg, which is not that bad. I don't even use that one hardly at all. So, um, 
it's uh, so yeah, she turns sixteen and we'll be driving. Yeah, and uh, which is going to be like a game changer. So yeah. we're getting the car all ready, and yeah, it's good. It's it's, it's it'll be fun. Pretty exciting. Pretty yeah. uh, pretty weird. Sixteen years old. So, anyways, She's growing up. It is birthday week though for us. It's there's three. We have three birthdays, and, and so it's a it's a very. I mean, yeah. I mean, because you get like a two for one. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. The twins. <laughs> I know, but I'm, but in terms of in terms of cost and budgeting yes, is what true, I was talking true, about, Megan. Because uh, as much as you'd like to be like, well, let's just you guys like the same thing. Let's just get you but one. They thing. They don't like the same thing. No, they're, they're very different. Very different yeah, children. The, the the Venn diagram of what they both want are is very slim. <laughs> two circles. Yeah, yeah. Two circles. <laughs> circles very separated from each other yeah <laughs> so uh but they got to take t- cookies uh, to school and do all the things today so to get all ready for it so I know, their last be a year lot of, of elementary i know it's wild it's mm-hmm. wild it's wild anything else this weekend for you um oh i went to so chiwana our jazz band and jazz choir had they did like a motown concert um oh, cool. and uh, so i went on saturday because i had a couple students who were in it and asked me if i would come um, and it was really good. Um, the choir was great. Um, but the jazz band phenomenal. Yeah. Like so good. They That's were awesome. so good, Brent. Yeah. Um, and like, just like a couple, and I had one former student from last year who I didn't realize like was musical, but he's like, he was the drummer and he was amazing. Yeah. Like he played all their hardest songs. Um, and so, yeah, and Chris Pitzer was there. So I sat next to him, which was kind of fun too. Did so. you wake him up when he fell asleep? And... No, he was awake the whole time. Yeah, he was like, come on, you know, on, his, on his phone watching like <laughs> no! minor league baseball from no! like Columbia. No. The Dominican. He was, he was into it. Yeah, so. sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, he you, was. You're speaking so highly of him. <laughs> uh, Listen, he cares about his students too. <laughs> <laughs> we had, uh, we had a kid's basketball game. Uh, and I don't know if you've been to Parks and Rec a uh, fifth grade boys basketball game. I actually recently. have not like my nephew did YMCA basketball when he was like, it was a while ago. I, was it for Clive? No, no, it was it Grayson. Was, okay, so yeah. he he did it when he was like Clive, like five or six. Okay, or seven yeah, or whatever. But. It was. Oh man. Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> it's a challenge. It's uh, yeah, uh, it, it's tough. Well, to for watch. you because you're so ridiculously competitive. I know unnecessarily the, here's, competitive. Here's the problem: he's got like 14 kids on his team. That's way too much. That's a like lot. there's a whole other team that comes on after the first team subs off, and he's still <laughs> not playing. So yeah. you you he go has three teams. Yeah, there's yeah. like like there's basically 2.75 teams yeah. on his team, <laughs> and I know you need subs. Like, don't get me wrong. No, you know there should be more than five on a team. Like, obviously. Yeah, but, but I feel like ten is a good stopping point. Yeah, a hundred percent. I'm not sure who like let these applications come through, <laughs> but let's stop at ten. And I don't even know if there were kids like missing. Like, surely oh, there yeah. are kids traveling and gone. I mean, yeah. somebody probably missed. Uh, which is insane. Yeah. So it was. That is a lot. It was a lot, and it's hard. You wouldn't get I'm very sure. much playing time then. Nope, so not a lot of playing point? time. I'm watching a lot of other kids. Yeah, that's what I'm watching. Which is, is there's um, the frustration makes sense. Then. Yeah, Don, have you ever heard of Dante's like Seven Circles of Hell? Yeah, uh-huh. it's one of those. I don't know which one. <laughs> I'd have to read read the book. It's been a few years, but one of those circles is, is watching, watching other people's, other kids. people's <laughs> kids in Parks and Rec basketball. <laughs> that's and I think that's towards the top. But I don't remember. It's uh, towards, not towards the center. Of yeah, hell. towards the center. Yeah, <laughs> it's 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 like one through four. Definitely not five, six, or seven. So um, it's up there. But yeah, and then we had a birthday party at our house. Uh, we did a bunch of minute to win at games. Oh, fun! Was they, it for one of your children? 
uh, well, the twins, the twins. We did okay. the twins' birthday, they, the, and uh, so a bunch of games downstairs, and uh, yeah, and they made their own pizzas. And nice, nice. you know, I, here's what we did: we were gonna buy pizzas, and then you start asking kids like, "What do you like on your pizza?" And uh-huh. then you realize. This is like a loser's game because yeah. you can't win. Yeah. There's no way you Let's can win. Let's just get some dough. So and we have buy them dough. Yeah. You made it. If you don't like it, that's your own fault. You made it. Yeah, <laughs> that's on you. That's not on me. I gave you all the things. You you put it in, and this is what it looked like when you put it in, yep. and then you get it out, and then you know if you don't eat it, I don't. I can't help you there. That. It's that genius, was the honestly. best best decision yeah. we made yeah. all weekend. That's a that's that. a like win. So for hot sure. hot tip for those of you listening yeah. who have upcoming. If you're trying kids, to please children, just, just let them make it themselves. You make it themselves, and then you have nobody to blame <laughs> but yourself. Uh, that's good. That's smart, actually. Yep. yep. I'm impressed. Was that Kylie's idea? Of course. <laughs> I don't. I don't do anything like that. Come on. Come on. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> uh let's see on sunday we uh did part uh, two of our per my last email series we started a series last week a series on grace and uh we've been kind of going left to right in terms of the biblical story about god's grace showing up even in the old testament surprise surprise uh not just isolated or exclusive to the new testament but uh in the garden was last week and, and then through the life of uh, a guy named judah this week and judah's name is going to be more uh, you know, popular as the as the as the book or the um, as the Bible goes on in terms of you probably know it through the line of David or Jesus or whatever. But this is kind of the inception point, and to show that he had uh, he had some baggage as an individual. Yeah, he did. Um, and uh, you know, here's the truth: you're going to find that about everybody. You're yeah. going to find that about David. You're going to find that about uh, coming across that a ton in terms of God still using somebody and His grace shining through even even with all of that. And I, th- I just mm-hmm. thought the, uh, the grace piece of, of, of the blessing for it was such a great, in the evolution of his behavior and, and really kind of like sort of being forced into a spot, but actually taking ownership for it too. Like you got to give him a little credit for uh, saying what yeah. he did, but I don't think that he had a lot of options or the author doesn't present him as Except having a bunch of, even, of options. Even but. when you don't have a lot of options, you still have a choice to either in that moment own it or yeah. not. Or you can get bitter. And yeah. you can, mm-hmm. you know, push back against the whole system and, yep. and call the mm-hmm. whole thing flawed and, and you can get jaded. Yep. and um, Or you, you can say, yeah, I did those really crappy things yeah. and you're, I'm going to have to reckon that. And I don't think it was in the, his handling of the stuff with Tamar that really kind of showed his true colors. I think it was in the handling of the stuff with Benjamin and, and Joseph and, and choosing, no, I'll stay behind. Please don't hold back my youngest brother because my dad won't survive the shock of losing his second favorite son. Mm -hmm. So I will choose to stay. And I think that that was when you saw, oh, okay, that now it feels legit. Now it feels real. Now he's got some skin in the game. That is him, his own nature. And And just for context for everyone, this is Joseph like and the dream coat and like getting sold into slavery kind of stuff. Yeah. People who were not there on Sunday or... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're just listening to the podcast, which you totally can do that. Uh, It's a... Yeah, and the the funny thing is, is most of the time when you talk about Genesis 37 through 50, the story is about Joseph. Mm -hmm. And this was kind of a sub-story, side story, but... And for sure, God's grace is evident in... I could have gone through Joseph's life and been like, God's grace is evident here too. Yeah, but it's not as impactful, honestly, because... Yeah. Like Judah, like consciously made really horrible choices. Yeah. Like on per, like, cause he was trying to like scheme the system. Right. Yeah. And like figure out a way to like make it easier for himself. And then that didn't happen. And 
you know, God's grace is still there for him too. Yeah. And I think the problem with doing somebody like Joseph is if you keep doing like heroes, Mm -hmm. then sometimes, you know, well, not sometimes, a lot of times in life, we don't (laughs) feel like heroes. And so if you're propping that up as that's somebody who God can use, that just feels more exclusive to be like, well, I'm not David and I'm not Joseph and I'm not Jesus either. Well, and, and I think if you read through Old Testament stories and look at them, like you'll see God intentionally uses the people he wouldn't expect to be used Yeah, over and over again, because it does show his grace more and does show his like ability to make change and to make lives better and different, um, in a much more profound way than using someone who's like perfect or has it all together. Yep. Yep. So uh, that was the the idea that God can use even the brokenness and the cruel uh, intentions of evil people, even for a good, not just external to them. Like I'm going to take what you are and I'm going to, you know, dis, uh, disarm it and make it not have an impact in the world. But I'm also going to do something to you in that process. And I think that that was the biggest point too, because I, I think it, it would be easier, e- easy-ish to, for us to say, yeah, nothing, like God's in such a so- place of sovereignty over things that no evil intentions can o- are unovercomable from him. Uh, mm-hmm. But he can even flip those back around on the person and, and offer his grace into that. So that was yeah. kind of the big point of Sunday. Anything yeah. else that stood out to you? Um, the only other thing, um, which we kind of touched on, but like, I think God actually really relishes and like loves using our brokenness and our horrible choices to like move his purpose forward. Yeah. Um, like he's like, yeah, I'm going to use that. Like that's the one I want to use is yeah. this like really, really broken one. Cause that's the one where I'm going to be the most obvious. And that's the one where people can't deny that it was me that did it. Um, and so I think sometimes he does choose that really like the really broken story is the one that he's like, yeah, let's let's get into that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> not that he's not choosing other stories. It's just like the ones in the Bible that you see or that you hear about, those are the ones that are the biggest examples of it. And so like that's where you see it the most, I think. For sure. That was really it. Good. Awesome. Yeah. Should we jump into something interesting? Sure. All right. We close our podcast off every week with something that we have found interesting. We're, it's going to be a short one, I think, unless watched, these interestings read. go for a while. They, yeah, well, we, they could. We just, <laughs> I'm, so, I'm still exhausted from the football game. I'll be honest with you. <laughs> that football game, five hours long. So, you know, this is going to feel like five minutes. Um, you uh, open, which means I get to go first. Yeah. So I, is there, you ever had a book that like everyone else has read? And they recommend it, and it's not a, it's not like a, a classic. I'm, I'm talking about a, uh, like a more modern day book that just kind of went around yes, and made the rounds. I, I want to say yes, but I'm not sure I could give you an example. And as soon as you bring it out, everybody's like, "Oh, I love that book." <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> that is one that I. So I came across a book um, from Barbara Kingsolver okay. uh, called Demon Copperhead. Oh, and is it about a snake? No. Oh. Uh, well. <laughs> It's about a boy who grew up kind of in and out of foster care uh, okay. in, in Appalachia. Oh, okay. And is named, uh, uh, his name is Damon, but everybody calls uh, him Demon because of his attitude. And then guy. Copperheads because that's, they were common around there. And mm-hmm. then, you know, so it was just Demon Copperhead. Anyways, um, it's a book that uh, I picked up somewhere along the way and Kylie uh, had already read it and she's like, oh, I love that book. And then I just heard so many people outside of that go, that was one of my favorites. And um, it's been really, really good. It's, oh, yeah. Uh, it's, it's kind of from uh, like an Eastern East Coast, Virginia, but in the hills, like rural, like, you know, mm-hmm. very rednecky and on, on, on a bunch of stuff um, in, in the language. I don't know where Barbara's from personally, but um, it was, it's just a, a different world and you feel 
you you read it and you feel so bad for the kid. You, Kylie, I, I I've been rehashing it. Like I'll be like, this is where this. I'm. I, she'd be like, where? What point are you in? I'm like, well, he just left the gas station, just got robbed, and she's like, oh, don't you feel so bad for him? I just want to <laughs> give him a hug. I just want something <laughs> good Kylie. to happen to him. Like it just it makes you. I would imagine, especially if you work with at risk youth, it yeah. would be a very emotional read, and you'd be like, this is why I got into this kind of work or something like that. And yeah, as I'm reading through sort of the, um, you know, brokenness of Judah and also talking about and, and studying uh, up on, on God's grace. Does it's it just, feel like very... It's just, it's, it feels relevant. Yeah. It, like, I'm not going to like quote <laughs> it, you know what I mean? But like, yeah. I, this podcast is for um, like stuff that doesn't make it in the talk, but is worth talking about. Mm. And I just see a lot of crossover in that. And you see this aching and longing for, I don't know that Barbara would call it God's grace, but like what 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 is what is missing mm-hmm. what kind of a chord is being touched in this reading of this novel that is fictional um and i think it is yeah we need some good people in the world to do good things but also like some of that brokenness is there's a yearning there that yeah. C.S. Lewis would say, if we're yearning for something that's not found in this world and that perhaps means we were built for someplace yeah. else there's also that component of like when you don't have parents or don't have healthy stable parents like, cause I think that when you have loving, kind, generous, stable parents, you see God's grace. Like you see how that would work. Yeah. Right. Because they love you beyond your decisions and they're gonna have grace for the mistakes that you make and all that stuff. And so you get a real like living example of that. But when you don't have parents who are healthy enough to do that, you really do miss that. And you don't know. I mean, I never did thankfully, like I have good parents, Yep. but like I see kids who've never had that. And so, and they don't know how to, like, they don't know how to receive it and they don't. For sure. And that, but you can tell they want it so bad, but they don't even know what it is they want. Yeah. Because they've never seen anything remotely like it. Yep. And they lash out in self-destructive things Mm -hmm. and they, and and you think to yourself, how could they ever think like that? And then you read these stories uh, and again, you go, well, if you had grown up like this and been treated like this, then you probably would be a little bit. The question is, how could you ever not how could you avoid something like this right and uh yeah so it's a very uh humanizing book and um yeah it's a it's been a great read so uh you can't have my copy but you should definitely get it from the library um (laughs) well i'm intrigued because it sounds like the kind of book i would like you oh megan you love this book yeah it sounds like one that would probably make me cry it probably will (laughs) based on how i'm hearing and interpreting like kylie keep asking me where things are at and has this happened yet and i'd be like no stop it i don't stop talking don't don't bring ahead things (laughs) like yeah because then i'm gonna read into it and kind of know but yeah i don't know yeah yeah um i was gonna do something different but i've just been inspired because i read a really good book on my trip to san diego that i don't think i let's do it it's book club day day. yeah um which i think you would actually maybe like too it's a fiction book it's called remarkably bright creatures okay and it has like three main characters so the main characters are like a 70 year old woman um a like 30 year old man and an octopus (laughs) named marcellus okay and they each god this sounds familiar yeah it might be it's remarkably bright creatures. I don't know. Is who it a the movie too? I don't think it's been made into a movie okay. yet, but maybe. Do you remember who the author is? I don't. Okay, I'm gonna pull it up um, while you're talking. Okay. You tell me about it. And I'll um, pull it up. and it's like it's it's pretty predictable, but the author still does a really good job of like building tension in the story. And my favorite part um, is really the like 
Because each character will have like chapters from their perspective, including Marcellus the octopus. Yes. Um, and it's Shelby Van Pelt. Yes. It's really, really good. Oh, it's a read with Jenna book, which is. Oh, I don't know what that means. Uh, but. <laughs> I think, isn't that Today Show, Jenna Bush? Oh, isn't maybe. That, uh, I, I, it's a different name now. I um, think, but. Uh, but uh yeah i liked it a lot um i feel like kylie read this i oh, think she read this it sounds like this she looks like. just by the cover yeah, art yeah, yeah. looks like a kylie book yeah like and it then... was at costco at one point and she got it for like seven dollars <laughs> yeah. and we and, and read it or uh, or uh, anyway yeah. it was really good it was a great like on a trip book because yeah. it's really engaging and so like you can read it for like four hours on a plane and it's not like it doesn't get boring or anything like that. And yeah. I gave it to my mom because I was like, oh, I bet my mom would like this. And she was like, oh, I loved it. It was so good. Yeah. She's like, I knew exactly what was going to happen. And I still felt like nervous and tension and like, you know, which is really good writing. That's what that is. Yeah. So love it. Um, but yeah, it was great. Good. So. Awesome. Yeah. Marcellus the Octopus. I feel like that's a character yeah. I've heard of before. So yeah, I and, mean, and he's like, honestly, my favorite part of the whole book. Yeah. Is like his um, his writing, like the way the way she wrote his perspective is really really cool. Yeah, because um, he it's like the opposite of how we look at like an octopus, right? Like he's watching us in the aquarium. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Um, and like interpreting human behavior, and and he like figures stuff out before the two human characters do, and he's like ah these idiots, and he's like trying to help them figure it out. Yeah, and it's really it's really good. Yeah, so good. Yeah. Love it. All right. Well, you got some book recommendations, everybody. Yeah. That's you, you came here for the football <laughs> advice and uh, thought we'd talk about Taylor the whole time, but uh, she uh, did not get engaged, by the way. Oh, uh, Mark your cards. I didn't think she would. Yeah. Well, you know, <laughs> there are people in Vegas who did. So uh, anyways, uh, that'll do it for this week's episode. We are doing part three of our series on um, Sunday at 9.15 and 10.30. And also wanted to make mention the this podcast typically drops on Wednesdays and Wednesday is Ash today then is Ash Wednesday tomorrow would be Lent uh, and the start of Lent 40 days leading up to Easter and my mom just released a book on Lent and uh, I, I mentioned it on Sunday gave away a few copies in fact by few I mean every copy that we had um, so I can't offer you a free one anymore but it is available on Amazon and I don't get anything out of it so it's not like a royalties you know make sure that uh, bump up their retirement uh, or whatever uh, so <laughs> Uh, but it's really, really good. It's like a devotional 40 days to kind of go through some things and start a chance to start over is the subtitle for it. So um, if you're looking for a Lent, Lenten devotional, then definitely check it out. Um, I think it's called Lent. Gail Johnson is the author. Yep, so uh -huh. there you go. Yep. All right. That'll do it for this week's episode. Have a great week, guys. Bye, everyone. Talk to you later.